Welcome back to the Firetrail Equity Edge podcast. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Firetrail Investments. My name is Eliza Clark and I am your host for today. Joining me is Blake Henricks, one of the portfolio managers of the Firetrail Australian High Conviction Fund. Welcome, Blake. Thanks, Eliza. Now let's get into it, Blake. What stock have you got for us today and what does this company do? All right, so today I wanted to talk about Ampol. Now, many of you, the listeners, probably think of Ampol um, as a petrol station company, and, and that is right, but there really is three key things they do. Now, what, what's the purpose of what they do? That They really are a transport fuels company. So that means they help get cars, trucks, planes from A to B. Um, there's three key parts to it. So the, the first one is uh, they source fuel. Um, and they do that two ways. So one is they may buy fuel from Asia, from Asian refineries, from US refineries, from European refineries, and bring them into Australia for us to use here. Um, they've also got a refinery. Um, so what a refinery does, it's, it's based in Queensland, it's called Lytton, and they will buy crude oil barrels and then convert those through a chemical process um, into gasoline, which we use in cars, uh, diesel, which we use in cars and trucks, and also jet fuel, which we use in planes. So the first thing they do is they source. Um, the second thing they do is they've got a huge network. It's a, a combination of pipelines, um, trucking companies, um, storage facilities. Uh, they've got a whole lot of infrastructure. And, and with that infrastructure, they take that product that they've sourced and get it to where the customers are. And then the final thing they do is they sell it to customers. And you know the most common thing we think of is these petrol stations. Ampol calls it convenience retail. Uh, and when you look at that part of the business, uh, they've got around 900 convenience retail sites across Australia and New Zealand. I've got about 630 sites in Australia and about 260 in New Zealand. And those stores make money from both selling petrol and diesel. Uh, they also sell food under the Foodery brand. Uh, they're also the largest Boost Juice franchisee. And they've, they're also home to the most successful Hungry Jacks in Australia. So, so what is Ampol? It's a really diverse business and it's Australia's largest transport fuels business. Yes, Ampol is certainly a household name with their petrol stations across Australia, as you mentioned, Blake. But what do you think really matters for the outlook for Ampol? And what is it that the market is missing? Yeah, so what matters for Ampol is the amount of money they can make. And at the moment, I think the key debate in the market is electric vehicles. The immediate thing when you talk about Ampol or petrol or cars is what are EVs going to do to demand over the medium term? Uh, There's probably three key points I'd make about EVs. Um, the first one is the price we pay for petrol has a few components. Um, you know, at the moment in Sydney, it's about $2 a litre. Ampol and the other um, petrol companies like BP, Shell, um, Mobile to some extent as well, they make about $0.15 cents per litre. So versus the $2, they're, they're taking a very small part of that. Now, let's say volumes decline 10% over the next few years. They would need to lift their margins 10% to offset that. That's about one and a half cents per litre. Um, and on a price of $2, that's not a lot. So we've seen that happen in COVID when volumes drop very sharply, margins actually rose quite strongly. So it's a very rational market in, in retail. And what we believe is that as volumes do decline, you will see some rationality. Um, the second thing is last year, I was lucky enough to get to Norway. Uh, and it wasn't for a holiday. It was actually to go and visit some of these convenience retail petrol stations and see how they've been faring. The reason I chose Norway was because if you look at the stats, in January this year, 93.9% of cars sold were electric vehicles. They are the world's leading electric vehicle country. Uh, If you compare that to Australia, last year, 7.2% of cars sold were electric vehicles. 
And when I came back from Norway, it really solidified our conviction in Ampol. The reason for that was I met with some of the biggest petrol stations. They told me only 23% of cars on the road are electric vehicles. So they're coming on slow. And the reason for that is, is because it takes people a long time to replace their existing vehicles. The second thing is that they were seeing, these petrol station owners in Norway were seeing um, vans, trucks, uh, still very strong diesel demand, uh, continuing to use the fuel and conversion to electric vehicles in that space being quite slow. And then the final one is the market has been very rational. And so when I spoke to these people, um, the heads of these businesses, they were saying profits have continued to rise despite falls in petrol volumes. And so what we've seen out of Norway is that electric vehicles don't mean the end of petrol stations in the immediate future. Um, the final point I'll make is that today Ampol's sell around 15 billion litres across Australia. 75% of that is diesel and jet fuel. So we just really haven't seen strong adoption uh, in diesel, nor in jets. You know, I'm, seeing, I'm hearing about hydrogen jets, battery jets are just not possible. Um, so we, we think some of those demand drivers really aren't going anywhere and are likely to grow over the next few years. So really, for those reasons, the market is over-concerned about electric vehicles' impact on Ampol. Now, at Firetrail, we invest with a medium-term view, looking out three years. When you are looking forward, Blake, what is the bear case for Ampol and what do you think is the bull case? Yeah, so for me, the bear case would be, uh, you know, an accelerated adoption of EVs. Now, as we sit here today, we're probably seeing a bit of a moderation in some of the expectations. Our view is that's going to probably pick up at some point in the next couple of years and, and get back on trend. But, uh, you know, a really serious acceleration of EV demand um, would put a dent in the thesis or even some kind of breakthrough technology in diesel trucks and planes. Uh, you know, to get there, it would have to be true breakthrough technology because even today, um, we don't see the technology and we certainly don't see it being commercial. But any, anything on that front, you know, would probably challenge our thesis. So the, the bull case for me is really around fuel security. Uh, fuel security is really going up um, as a very high level issue with governments around the world. Uh, if you can't get fuel into your country, uh, your country is very vulnerable. And so Ampol, with its refinery, it's, on, it's got one of only two refineries in Australia. Um, we believe some of those earnings in that business could be a lot higher than the market thinks over the next few years. Uh, in addition, the government's forcing companies to hold more diesel, uh, in particular in Australia, for that fuel security issue. That's going to mean requirements for more storage. We don't think many people are going to want to build storage because typically you'd need, to say, a 15-year payback, and EVs are coming at some point. And so we believe over the next... 10 or 15 years, Ampol's really going to have, uh, in that bull case, super high earnings over the next few years. And I'll say this about Ampol too, you know, investing is always about expectations. Uh, you don't need to believe much with Ampol. Uh, the company's trading on around a 12 and a half times PE, meaning if earnings are flat, you get all your money back in around 12 years. Uh, they pay a high fully frank dividend, today it's about 6.5%, and the gearing is low given how much infrastructure they own. Uh, now, you think about online and JB Hi-Fi. Now, I remember 10 years ago when online shopping came around, JB Hi-Fi was going to be a major loser. Uh, today, we sit here and the stock is hitting all-time highs. Long-term threats can often be overplayed in the market and really throw up big opportunities for patient, medium-term investors. We think Ampol is one of those right now. Great. Blake, thank you very much for your time and great to get your insights on Ampol today, which we hold in the Firetrail Australian High Conviction Fund. Thank you. 
If you would like to find out more information on Firetrail Investments, please visit our website at firetrail.com. And in addition, please subscribe to the podcast on both Spotify and Apple. If you have questions for us or comments about the podcast or companies you would like us to have a look at on the Firetrail Equity Edge podcast, you can connect with us via LinkedIn. Please remember the content in this podcast is general information only. It is not advice of any kind. You should seek professional advice before making any financial decisions. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. And finally, any stock commentary from the Firetrail team on this podcast is illustrative only and should not be considered a recommendation to buy, hold or sell any security.